When I was little, I uh, had a lot of my cousins coming over to play. My parents would hang out if it was uh, Super Bowl Sunday or whatever Sunday was in Romania. Soccer probably was the big thing. Uh, we would get together, we'd have a nice meal, we would talk, we the kids would play. It was very nice. We enjoyed it very much. We really enjoyed it. And I remember how excited I was as a child. I would help my parents, I would vacuum, clean, do whatever it takes. I would set up the table. I would even help in the kitchen. My mom, peel the potatoes, whatever was necessary, because I was excited that we had uh, people over. And then, when everything was set and done, I was pacing around. I would go to the window, looking outside in the street to see if, when they were arriving. I was looking for their car. And I was pacing again, and I was nervous, and again, feels the same when you're always expecting something. It feels like time is so slow. It's just, I'm looking at the time. They're supposed to be here. How come they're late? How come they're late? And then when they arrived, I was so excited. I would go outside and go right there in the parking lot and greet them and tell them, come on over and let's have some fun. I see my son doing that when uh, our relatives come over. He's very excited, he's screaming, jumping up. I see myself, the same thing. We are like that. We people are like that. When we look forward to something enjoyable, we are very excited and we cannot wait to get to that moment. I would say the longer we wait, the more we appreciate what we've been longing for. In today's Gospel reading, we hear about Christ being brought to the temple on the 40th day for his parents to bring an offering. And there was a man there, an old man. His name was Simeon. He was a devout man, holy man. And he was praying to the Lord for the salvation of the people of Israel. He was waiting for a deliverer. And he was promised that he will not see death until he will see with his own eyes the Lord. But if we think about it, the people before this man, all these generations from the beginning of time, from Genesis when Adam and Eve fall, the first time when they transgress, when they disobey the Lord, they are promised a Savior that will come and crush the head of the serpent, so to say. That was the first place where we hear about this Savior. And then throughout the history of humankind before Christ, if we read the Old Testament, the prophets, the kingdoms, the wisdom literature, the, the law, all these books, all this paint a very grim picture, I would say. Because all these people are in expectation and they don't know what's going to come. They have no idea how this Messiah, this Savior, will bring about their salvation. And for many people at the time of Christ, they were looking for a political leader, someone that will, will uh, defeat the Romans and will liberate the Jews from the persecutions of the Roman Empire, and they will be free. They were looking for <laughs> human, political freedom. They never looked at the aspect of spiritual freedom. But this man, Simeon, he knew, because he was inspired by the Holy Spirit, he knew that the expectation was higher than just a political leader. He was looking for a Messiah that will save all of us.
from sin and will open again the doors of paradise. In the New Testament, it was a time of recognition. Now that Christ appeared in the flesh, now people were struggling to find, to, to figure out if this is actually the Messiah. And we see, if you read the New Testament, specifically in the time when Christ was still with us on earth, that people had problems sometimes recognizing him. Many people did, but some people didn't. Some people struggled to recognize Christ. And even today, we have a lot of people in this world who struggle with the idea of a, of a God that became human to save us and that we should follow and be in relationship with. But we today, as Christians, we live in a great time. We live in a beautiful world where we have a lot of freedoms. We are not persecuted, thank God, at least in this country. I know a lot of Christians are persecuted in the world. We should pray for them. But here in our community and in general in, in this country, we have the freedom to express our faith and we are allowed to go to church and to build a relationship with the Lord, with the Savior. But just imagine this time of expectation for centuries was finally over when this man Simeon held in his arms the Messiah and he expressed this with the hymn that we use in the Vesper service in, in, uh, in the evening. Now, Master, let your servant depart in peace, for my eyes have seen the salvation which you have prepared before all nations. So, because of that, I chose a verse from Matthew, chapter 13, verse 17, when Christ is talking to his disciples after he's preaching to the people. And I really like what he says there. He, he wants us to realize that we are so blessed to live in these times when the Lord Jesus Christ was already revealed. There's no more expectation for us. There's no more waiting and looking through the window to see who is coming to your house. And this is what he says to his disciples. Truly, I say to you that many prophets and righteous men desire to see what you see and did not see it and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. Brothers and sisters, we have a blessing to live in a world where the Lord has been revealed already. The Bible is translated in most of the languages of the world, the bestseller of all books in the history of mankind. We have access to the internet. We can, we can read articles. We can go to a conference. We can, we can attend services. We, we, we can open books of commentaries about the scriptures. We have so much material available to us to recognize that Christ is the Messiah, is the one we've been expecting, and He is going to help us. He is going to save us. And the best way to come in contact with Christ, the best way to touch Him, just as Simeon and prophetess Anna, who both gave a witness by seeing the Lord, the best way to come in contact with Him is here in the sacraments of the church, receiving communion, expressing your love for others, talking to a friend of yours, or welcoming someone in the church who are visiting, or whoever may be, express or come in touch with them through the love of Christ and through the sacraments and to everything he brought about for our salvation. So, brothers and sisters, my message is this. Let us take advantage of the fact that we live in a time when we can recognize Christ 
and be in a personal relationship with him. Give ourselves and our whole life to the Lord.